All right, day 229. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. Okay. So, bro, Obadiah. Obadiah. How many times have people read Obadiah? How many times have you read Obadiah? You talking to me? Yeah, you. Uh, I probably read about probably about six times. Yeah, that's good, yo. Yeah, yeah. And, and and three of those times was today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I, uh, I read but, it a few times. Um, but it's yeah, like you said, bro. I, I guess like you were getting at, it's not a familiar book. Most people, if you ask them randomly on the street, tell me one thing that happens at Obadiah, they won't be able to tell you. Right. But it's important, right? Right. Prophetic literature. Prophet Obadiah, his name means servant of the Lord. Uh, and he's talking about Edom. Edom, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, most of the other books are written directly to Israel, the right. people of God. This is a book written to Edom, a foreign mm-hmm. nation. And at some points, folks would say things like, yo, what does a book that has to do with God's justice and wrath being extended against a foreign nation that's not even Israel, what does that have mm-hmm. to do with us? What can mm-hmm. we learn from it? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like so much. <laughs> so much, yeah. So much, yeah. I, so I think uh, first and foremost, like one of the things Obadiah is going to do is he he's going to categorize Edom's judgment in the language of the day of the Lord, right? right. So all throughout the prophets, he's been talk, uh, the prophets have been talking about the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, and it means a lot of things, but one of the things we see it means here is it means that one day God is going to bring his justice and his judgment against foreign nations, right? right? And that's, I think that's, I'm getting on my high horse, but I think that's a mis, uh, under-emphasized point of the gospel, right? So, it, so at the end of the day, when Christ comes back, he doesn't just come, come back and it's like, oh, you know, I love you guys and we go off to heaven. It's all right. good. No, he's going to come back and he's going to trample and judge his enemies, not just as a lamb, but as a lion. The lion so of the listen, tribe of yeah, yeah, this is why it's so important, right? Be, because I do think when it comes to the wrath of God, that's something that people, especially Christians, are silent about in our day and age, right? Mm-hmm. It's something mm-hmm. that we uh, feel like we have to apologize for or explain mm. away or show why mm. God is not this like wicked uh, God that just wants to crush folks. So yeah. we talk a whole lot about the injustices that go on in our world, but mm. we're silent about God's wrath as if the mm. two were unrelated. But one of the things that we really see is no, 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 no. Yeah. Listen, listen, it's actually God's wrath and God's statement of his wrath. Like God is telling God is telling Edom what he's going to do to them, but the people of Israel have an account of what God's going to do to them. So Mm -hmm. God saying that he's going to express his wrath against the enemies is actually a source of comfort for people that are oppressed and are enduring hardship, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not just God loves you and God has a plan for you. It's no, no, listen, God has a plan for the people that are oppressing you Amen. as well. You're not overlooked. Amen. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Me and Jasmine were watching a movie uh, yesterday night, and I won't give the name of the movie, but it's a newer movie. 
And this guy, he's this professor. It's really weird. He's this professor. He has this PhD. He gets a job, but he's a fraud his whole life. So he forged his recommendation letters. Uh, he forged a ton of his work. Yeah. And once he gets found out, he just starts killing folks. <laughs> like, so <laughs> people was finding him out and he starts just like knocking them off one by one. And then the movie ends. He just drives off into the sea. He just goes away. And me and Jazz are like, what? No, he's supposed to get his justice. Nobody found him. And, and it's like, and she turned to me and she was like, it's crazy how like, this is just a movie and we want but justice. But so angry, right? And that's we're like, and I was like, that's the kingdom. And right. Like, right. Here you go. I know you've been <laughs> and I'm like, that's the kingdom. That's the right. kingdom of God. Yeah. We want God. We, you really do want God's justice. You do. Whether you believe it or not, you really do. And we see here in this text that Edom... Listen, Edom gets judged by God, not because of necessary, not specifically because of what they did do, but what they didn't do. Ah, indifference to injustice is injustice. Yes. And it furthers injustice, right? Yes. So God's gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Verses one through eight is God saying, nah, listen, I see y'all, right? Edom Mm. had their homes up in this, like, the cleft of the rock. Yeah, so- People couldn't get them. They always had the high ground. And yeah. God's like, you don't have the high ground when it comes to me. There's nobody that can play hide and seek from my wrath. Right. And then God comes through and says, I'm going to intervene. So verses hmm. five through eight is really God unseating an entire hmm. nation. Treasures, they're out of here, right? Hmm. Your strong guys are going to cower. Treaties hmm. that you had with nations are going to become yeah. uh Trojan horses. And so God is unseating them all. And then God looks to them, and it's in verse 10 where God says this You will be covered by shame and destroyed forever. Look, because of violence done to your brother Jacob on the day you stood aloof, on the Mm -hmm. day strangers captured his wealth while foreigners entered the city gate and cast lots for. Jerusalem. So God's base, like they're saying to God, yo, we ain't do nothing. And God's saying, exactly. Exactly. That's why you're being judged. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so good, bro. Like, yeah, I think a good definition of sin um, is, you know, it's not, it's a, it's a transgression. The Westminster, uh, Westminster Confession of Faith defines it as a transgression against the law of God or a lack of conformity to uh, the law of God. So, that's so it's a both and, right? And right. I think we think about the former a lot, but we don't yeah. think about the latter. You know what I'm saying? And you know, one of the things I do love about this book is that like all of the prophets, it ends on this high note, right? So it's, it's going to talk about you know God's justice and his judgment, which is a high note in a sense, but the blessing that is going to come to God's people as well. These are two-sided, this is uh, two sides of the same coin, right? right? Where God is going to come at the end of time, on the day of the Lord, when Jesus comes back, he's going to judge uh, the, the wicked and the evil, but at the end of the day, he's going to restore everything, and he's going That's to bless it. his people forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one way to think about that is this, yo. God's judgment it's final, right? So mm. all throughout it says, this is the Lord's declaration, right? He's got an mm. envoy that he sent out. God's judgment is final, yeah, but judgment isn't God's final word. 
right? Mm, God's good, judgment bro. is final, but judgment isn't God's final word. Mm. Edom is a test case, right, for all yeah. humanity. Yeah. yeah. God's going to judge their pride, but mm. once that judgment is complete, yeah, God is going to restore. And the book mm. ends on this high note. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, that's so good. Yeah. Let's just pray to God that we would, yeah, in our fight, in our yearning for justice, man, that we would keep our eyes forward. And be to, reminded that we're never yeah. overlooked. We're oppressed oh, yeah. now, yes, but we're never overlooked. Yeah. Why don't you pray for us, bro? Yeah, man. Father, I pray that you would help us to put our trust in you, Father. Above all, I pray that you would help us to be patient, that we would know that just because you haven't come right now, Lord, it doesn't mean that you've forgotten about us. We know you're going to come and pick us up one day. We know that you're going to make things right here on the earth. And we know that you're going to set us back up here on the earth that you've made right. Help us to be faithful, to trust in you in the meantime, while we wait for that day. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.